so guys, welcome to the Fight Rundown, episode 75-ish, because we're uploading this next week. Uh, Ballsy, unfortunately, isn't with us, he's still alive, but he's just away, away on work, and we have one of the greatest, well, one of the greatest boxing knowledge encyclopedias there is, one of three head coaches at Mighty Mariners, currently on a seven-fight win streak in the amateurs, this guy is no joke, give it up for Tommy Horton, to everyone who's here, Thanks just me, me, just me. Thanks for the opportunity to get us on, G, you know. Nice to come on here, show a bit of love, you know, it's been doing well, but a little side hustle, and good good to see it paying off here. Yeah, we're here, and to be fair, we speak anyway, we speak, what, a yeah. couple of hours a week. Definitely. Yeah, of course, Tommy is a coach at, uh, where I train, and one of the best of it, alongside Andy Sorensen and Gaz Horton, as some elite coaches, and Kev as well, and yeah, yeah some fantastic uh, tips, you've got so much knowledge, and it was just stupid if we didn't get you on, because you've got so much deep knowledge and let's be fair all we're going to do is have a normal chat just on the pod and yeah. probably less I, I think we less cancelable shit we spend a good few hours a week don't we stood by the ring talking boxing and oh, yeah, I got him at 8.45 last night I like 8.45 because we were just yeah, talking it's, we it's good talking about the card, we? yeah and uh, yeah we've got, we've got plenty of things to talk about before we start we've got a quiz coming we're going to test this guy's knowledge nice one. straight um, into it yeah catch with Cole yeah what we're going for it now we'll go for it now let's do it let's do it, we'll it. right now, so, I've got my soundboard, the new soundboard, this has been debuted on this episode. I told you, the sound's going to get better, the quality's going to get better, the boys will stay the same, and we are here with a soundboard. So, if you get the answer right, you're going to hear this. Oh, one second. No, oh no, I've got the wrong one. Right, <laughs> first time using it. Right, you're going to hear, if you get it right, you're going to hear this. Double, double bells. It is. Yeah! You bet your bollocks it is. It's on their canvas. And it's on their canvas. Louis K's blood will be on their canvas. Oh, right, and if you get it wrong, you're going to hear this. He's been conning the British public <laughs> since this pathetic comeback of his. Shout out Soccer AM. That's what the idea is. Because they always have the cool sound yeah, there yeah, when it ties up. Um, we've got a couple, actually, but usually we're playing throughout the episodes. So, we don't have any music because of copyright. Shout out to Showtime Sports for copywriting five podcast episodes and a YouTube video that took me four hours to edit. Showtime yeah. Sports, co- copywriting, yeah? Yeah. So, um, that just shows that the video's getting around, though, because they're like massive broadcasters. Yeah, right but now. I think it's just, um, what's it called? I think stuff just picks up quite easy, isn't it? Yeah, so just, just, just for that, big. just for that. Let's just put... Showtime too! We'll go, we'll go. Look at you, you little fucking I'm raising, raiming that Espinosa, you know what I mean? Right, let's get started. We've, we've got the soundboard ready. We've got the quiz ready. Let's present it, let's hit it. Hey, this is a high quality production right here. Here we go, the I boxing quiz. By the way, if anyone wants this quiz, DM the fight rundown. You can quiz your family, Christmas, save it for then, whenever. Good idea. Right, and it's, let's go. First one. We've got three... Um, rounds, you could right, say okay. three or four rounds. Yeah. Name their last. All right. Right. Okay. Number one. Name their last. That's the first one. Name Floyd Mayweather's last five boxing opponents in brackets pro. All right. So none of these exhibitions. None of the exhibitions. Yeah. Do, you need, do you need some paper or? Do you, no. Do you all right. Them? So his last fight uh, properly, Andre Berto beat him on points. Uh, and then before that, who was before that? Andre Berto, fucking hell, should have gone box right before this. Because obviously, <laughs> obviously, he had. McGregor was. Yeah. Conor McGregor was a class as a pro, wasn't it? Because they was, was both licensed. So I'll, I'll, I'll say. That's true. McGregor, 
Then Berta, we beat him on points, schooled him. Um, before that, God, who was he before that? Because he's some some of the names at his box is ridiculous. I'm lean now that he was years before. Um, just spout some names out, and you can lock it in at the end. Yeah, so we've got McGregor. Well, it was just it was just a bit of a piss that really, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, McGregor did alright, but Mayweather. Yeah, was... McGregor did alright, but yeah. I, I think Mayweather's tactics were just some. Yeah, keep yeah, him, he, keep him he wasn't really trying, was he, for nah. the first four? And Andre Berta was just hyped up to be something that he won. No. Gosh, got absolutely yeah. toyed with, with a jab. The body got him that fight. Yeah, His definitely. body got him that fight. Definitely, and that, that was that one where if you watch it close, Melville was talking to him for the full yeah. fight. Yeah. Taking the mic. Um, I've got two. That's five opponents. Because it. Do you want a tip? You can yeah, have one clue I'll or tip, tip or whatever. Give a tip. Was hyped up as the biggest fight of all time. Oh, Pacquiao. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe I didn't get that. Yeah, and then... Pacquiao. I, th- I thought he was late. I thought he was maybe like 2014, 2015. But thinking about it... You're doing well. you got three for three so far. Yeah, I mean, but thinking about it, Pacquiao was probably about 2016, 2017. Because um, I, I remember we boxed before the Pacquiao fight because we got in the ring. And that's what you need. You need the last two. Yeah. Um, I want to say Maidana. Was Maidana one of them? This, this I'm going to tell you answer the end I'm going to let you lock it in the second fight on Maidana um, and then you've got one more fight left to do uh, your second fight on Maidana was pretty late on because he, he was getting a bit older then um, if you know the answer make sure to DM us on, on the fight run down no I must say I don't know Okay, you're gonna kick yourself. Three. You're gonna kick yourself I, when you I, see I the answers. Because as soon, as soon as I see the answers, I'm gonna be like, "For fuck's sake, yeah." Yeah. So let's go to it in order. We have Maidana, then we have the rematch yeah. straight after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacquiao, Berto, McGregor, and so all you can see. Would you technically give me them because I said Maidana? I'd give you four out of yeah. five because I wanted. Yeah. I was hoping you hit the uh, the double. Yeah. You know what I mean, you. you I it was a trick one. I wanted to do that. I didn't think it was a cheeky one. I can't. I can't remember whether the box straight off or not because I didn't know I, if Maidana had another fight. In between. I was going to say I didn't think they did because I no. especially with the way Mayweather was, he wanted to make everyone earn yeah. it, didn't they? But you know what? Four yeah. out of five so far. Yeah, I, I don't have a tally. I'm not going to get a tally. I personally think the first fight was a close, very close. I've never thought McGregor. Um, I've never thought Mayweather's lost. Personally, I've never seen him, no. even against Oscar De La Hoya, I think Mayweather won. No, I, I, I have seen him a bit, but my dad would give him definitely one of the hardest fights he's had, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. I think I think that was harder than De La Hoya, yeah. in my opinion. But it, it wasn't that my dad was technically good, it was just that my dad's tactics were just rough and get yeah. on top of him and try and swing. and you know, they, they tried it all on before with the gloves, didn't they? We, we've spoken about this before. Yeah. Trying to get Everlast MX gloves with no padding in and stuff like that and... Made an underrated fighter though. Very underrated you know I mean? fighter. We don't don't Very talk about good him enough. Twelve round fighter. Yeah. Solid Argentine. Durable as well. Granite chin, you know, and can and can punch and um, fast stands. What's your thoughts on Mayweather before we move on? Because we start really. Thoughts on Mayweather. Um, we're gonna do an introdu- I've got an introductory section, but yeah. we're gonna hear after. Gotta so. say, boxing genius. Absolute yeah. genius of the game. Um, he was just so energy efficient. The way he stepped around the ring, he didn't waste shots. How. Just how he perfected the little shoulder arm encounter with a straight right, I th- I think it's going to be hard to find anyone who can uh, replicate that. Yeah. yeah, especially like you look at his last like twenty fights from beating like Diego Corrales to beating Canelo, all all their names like it's like wow like even yeah. even De La Hoya like De La Hoya was an absolute legend. And even his age, oh, like, 
And you know, Mental. Like, Floyd was beating up thirty-year-old blokes at nineteen. Yeah, not just just taking the mick. What do you think of Pretty Boy Floyd? Pretty Boy versus Money. Are you always picking Money Floyd over Pretty Boy Floyd? Because Pretty Boy Floyd didn't care yeah. about his injuries. He didn't think about his future. Obviously, See, and that was his wrist issues. And we'll talk about Carl Zaggy later. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so. like you, you know, we talk about like a, having a pro style. I think Mayweather never really changed his style. Yeah, uh, because he was so fast anyway. He didn't have to. He didn't have to worry about slowing himself down. Yeah. Um. But I personally. <laughs> See, get out close for a lot of people the, the pro style yeah, saying by the way he's, he's, he sort of kept steady all the way through and with a lot of fighters fame goes to the red whereas Mayweather yeah. yes he was very popular and he could talk but as soon as he got in the ring it was business nothing but business he never drank in his life no, everyone think you would you know, people don't know that like they would expect Mayweather to be and yeah. he, was at, he was at clubs all the stories of him being at a club getting yeah. his training gear and running home from the club because yeah. I mean he was I think a lot of people don't see it. They never had the cameras on. They only had cameras on the light touching the pads. Yeah. So. And so I'd probably say I prefer early day Mayweather because yeah. he was knocking guys out. Um, and if you watch him towards the end of his career, he was sort of, I won't say trying to keep safe, but he was trying to put a master class yeah. performance on. Oh, yeah. And boxing fans want to see a knockout. Let's have it right. Yeah, of course, we, yeah. We, we, we all want to see a knockout. So I'd say I'd definitely prefer Pretty Boy Floyd. I'm picking money. Purely money. because don't blame you. That's what we grew up on. Yeah, you know what I mean, like we're, yeah. we're, you're seven, eighteen, eighteen, eighteen. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm twenty. So Mayweather got me into boxing. I remember the first fight I watched live with Dad was Mayweather. Yeah. Um, pretty sure it was, I'm not sure who it might have been against. It won. It was the one before Hatton. Can't quite put it on my head. Oh, a few fights before Hatton. Was um, it Jose Zapita? It might have been, yeah. I, I'm not too sure. Obviously, I was so young. I was four or five. But yeah, but even then, that fight well, yeah. that was built up. Oh, yeah. That so was I, mental. I remember uh, my dad got me the, the full uh, Untold Story on DVD. Oh, right, yeah. Um, that was sick oh, video, I, yeah. I, I had the full from when those was each other out, when Hatton won the fight before. That press conference went oh, all the people from in Vegas, and there was more people yeah, cheering for Hatton. Hatton sold, like, 22,000 tickets for that. Yeah, he was... It was absolutely mental. That's like. probably the biggest... You know following, what? maybe caught him off balance in that first round with that with that front hand screw shot. And yeah, Mayweather didn't like that, and it oh, just the less Mayweather after that. That was just that was the yeah, that was the best class. Mayweather performance in my opinion. Yeah, better than the Pacquiao one. And yeah, right. Let's go to the next question. We're gonna get a lot of this, by the way. We're gonna yeah, get a lot. Of... This one's a tough one. This one's a tough one. Order yeah, all yeah. of Anthony Joshua's world title fights. Right. Okay. So first do you one... want to know? I've got. I can give you the names of everyone he's fought. Or do you want to try and work it out first? I'll try and work it out first. Okay. So he won the world title against Charles Martin. It was the IBF world title. Yeah. Won against Charles Martin. Then he defended it against Dominic Brazil. Yes. Nice. Um, and then after Dominic Brazil... So this was before unification at this point. The first unification fight was with Joseph Parker for WBO. I think that was next, yeah. Yeah. So... He... Oh, wait. I forgot to put the... Uh... The, the soundboard on for your last question. Oh, you got halfway, so I'm going to give you a... I'm going to give you this one. And I'm coming for it, Ken. I'm coming for the fucking money, you piece of shit. I should have fucking... I'm going to give you that one. Yeah, I mean, a, a 50-50. Carry on anyway, yeah, so... so... Charles Martin, Brazil. Yeah. Um, Get now, a boxer up on the phone. I know when... I know we unified with Parker for the... WBO and IBF. Parker had the WBO with B Andrew Ruiz for it. Um, so I'm just getting the answer up on the phone. So, so I've, I've got the first two. Yeah. Um, 
I'll tell you, shall I tell you as you get them? You tell us, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Martin, Brazil, and then it wasn't Parker. This is the only one that I I didn't know. I completely forgot about. Can you give us a tip? Where was the arena? Where was it at? You see that box right yeah. there? See, this is even, this will throw you off more. Manchester. Manchester Arena. He was American. I'm not sure. Let me check. He is. Yeah, he is. I feel like you're on the right lines. I feel like you know you could know who he is. I what Eric Molina was it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah nice Molina. one. Yeah. And then after Molina, we go to 2017. Klitschko. Yeah. Great fight that, by the way. I've got to mention that. Yeah, that let's let's talk about that. Fight. What a fight! First that was. time we saw Joshua look human. Yeah, as you could say. Definitely. I mean, from that point. Apart from Dillian White. Was that, his, was that his 17 or 18 fight? Um, Anthony Joshua's. Yeah. To show his record at the time. If you scroll, if you scroll like, if you click on Klitschko and scroll down to Joshua's oh, right, fight, yeah. it'll show you Good his idea. record at the time. Let me hit. Or was he earlier than that? Was he maybe? I'm say 17 and now. 18 and now. Yeah, 17 that was and now. I can't believe that was Klitschko's last fight. Yeah. I completely forgot he retired after that. You forget Klitschko was what forty-two. Yeah, he, he, what, he did. And when did he didn't lose for how many years? Did, didn't lose for. It was something ridiculous. Eleven years or twelve years. That's it. Yeah. For world titles, and obviously Fury just took him to school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that fight with with uh, Klitschko and Joshua is absolutely phenomenal. Fourteen years undefeated. Yeah, fourteen years undefeated. Yeah. I think it was the last person to beat him, um, Laurie Sanders. Let me. Let me get a fact check on that. Why is BoxRec asked for the email? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you got an account? Yeah. Mm. But um, we'll get back to that one anyway. So, yeah, so we're on Klitschko. Then who was after Klitschko? Parker. No. Oh, I want it. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. And I didn't pay for it. I remember this, is, this one was in Cardiff. I thought he boxed Parker at the uh, Cardiff. Uh, he did. He did. He went back to back at Cardiff. Right, okay. You'll know this one. Povetkin. No. Oh. After Povetkin, it gets very easy. But this one, this one's probably the only last stumper. Bold and black. Bold and black. Can we say that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's factual. <laughs> Ah. This guy's too worried about getting cancelled. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said it. You know what I mean? Well, Shall I give you it? No, because I will kick myself if you, if you do. <laughs> Carlos Takam. Nice. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And then. Again, a very underrated fight, Carlos Takam. He is, yeah. He's, really he's like had some high profile fights, hasn't he? He has. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he fought Chisora. Yeah, um, yeah. Chisora knocked him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought thought so, yeah. Something like that. But yeah, very underrated fighter, Carlos Takam. He's um he's fighting on April fifteenth in Paris in, in like a local derby sort of thing against an upcoming French heavyweight. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, it's a sick card to go good to. Good fight. I love uh, it. There's, there's a couple of English lads on it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't really keep connected with the French because this MMA's only just got legalized yeah. two years ago. So yeah, yeah. So we have Carlos Takam after that. Right, so so we've gone last five on it. So we've gone yeah. while uh, we've gone Charles Martin, Brazil, Eric Molina, yeah, uh, 
Carlos Klitschko, yeah. Carlos Takam, there's yeah. five. Yeah, and then we need to get all 12. All 12? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, so many watts Parker, unification. Yeah. Um, after Parker. Povetkin? Yeah. Yeah. Then after Povetkin. We go into 2019 after Povetkin. 2019 was released, March 2019. Yeah. June. It was on my June, birthday. June. Yeah. Yeah. June. Loses to Ruiz. Loses to Ruiz. Did not see that one coming. No. And he was, he was supposed to fight Jarrell Miller, wasn't he? Supposed to fight Jarrell Miller, yeah. And got some pets. We spoke about, actually, oh, actually, YouTube video coming very soon about that. Um, or is it already up? No, I don't think I've edited it. Um, anyways, um, yeah, YouTube video coming up very soon. But we're talking about how much of a sick fight that would have been. I mean, that that'd have been a very very good fight. That yeah, very good fight. I mean, them them two styles are the clash. Oh no, we did upload it, but it got taken down. I knew, oh, I, yeah, I knew yeah. it went somewhere. I wasn't sure where it is. Should be getting uploaded soon. Um, but of course, F show time. But um, but yeah, them them two styles. Would have gelled so well. Oh, yeah, it was a perfect got... matchup for Joshua, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, definitely. I think Joshua would have won. Yeah. Um, You've seen Jarrell well, Miller now. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The thing is, with Jarrell Miller, he's so thick set, but he's got really fast hands. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a quality oh, boxer. Yeah. He's feared. Yeah. Very good. So yeah. Yeah. So, so we have Andy Ruiz, Ruiz who we lost to. Then obviously boxes him again in Saudi. That's the one. Yeah. You got two fights. No, you got three fights left. I know we've got uh, Pulev. Yeah, that's the one. Is that the next one? Yeah. And two uh, more. Who did he box? Oh, you twice. Yeah, nice one. You got yeah, you got that. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll give you the you uh, one of my favorite fighters, by the way. Where is it? Is he? Is yeah, he up there? one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, probably got about four or five fighters that I just watch all the time. Yeah, I mean, you explain them. One of them. We'll give you the award. Double, double belts. It is. You bet your pucks it is. It's on the canvas. And it's on the canvas. Look, his blood will be on the canvas. October. So he, he stopped Martin. He stopped Brazil. He stopped Molina. Stopped Klitschko. Stopped Takam. Stopped. Stopped Povetkin. Stopped Parker as well. Nah, Parker was points, wasn't he? That, that, was, that, it? That, was, that was the first time he went points. Yeah, Parker oh, was yeah, points. Oh, yeah, I can't it believe... Also, well... At the time, right? That's such. Looking back at it now, that's such a weird fight, isn't it? Yeah. Like, because we all know Joseph Parker is a very respectable, not quite world title, but a world level fighter. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're there, so I'll ask you a question. Do you think that that fight could have been bigger if it was built up down the line? Oh, no. Yeah, what the, Parker is now? If that fight happened in. When did that happen? 20. 28? If that happened in early 2020, that would be yeah, a huge I fight. I mean, even right after the. Um, Who's that fight that was on about 8am over here? Um, Far. Junior Far. Imagine if that fight happened yeah. after the Junior Far fight. Cause, yeah, because Parker was coming off a good few wins then. Yeah, and I... By the way, I, I actually enjoried that card. That was a sick card. Yeah. Until the main event. Yeah, they yeah. ruined it. Um, weird venue. Like the Beachcomber. But like, they always are, aren't they? Yeah. They're not publicised like... Australia, yeah it's, yeah. Just, it's the best... It's like the best country in the world for certain things. At the same time, it's so weird Boxing for others. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, Australian boxing's same. not really kicked off, though, is it? I mean, obviously, no. you, you've had like Cambosos and that winning, and now you've got um, Koshiju's son, Tim. Yeah. Good fighter. Oh, is, uh, is he doing well? Yeah, he's um, he's, he's winning them like international titles. So they're, they're good because you get world ranking yeah. with them. So I think maybe in his next five fights will end up having a crack for a world title. That's pretty sick, to be fair. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, J- Joseph Park would definitely beat Biltmore. He lives in Morecambe now, which is always just baffling. Yeah. <laughs> like, um... Very nice fella as well, I've heard. I've spoke to a few people who have met Parker, and they just yeah. said he's so down to earth. And Yeah. Know, you, you just won't think he's an heavyweight former world champion. He's, he's not got that. No, he's not got that aura. And a lot of the boxers do, don't. Yeah. Like, we've bumped into a few now, just off a few, like, um, just at the yard weekend. All of them so sound, yeah. like, footballers. This is like a whole debate in itself, whole pod in itself, like... Footballers have all this money and get so much to the head. They're just yeah. so disrespectful so and so arrogant. rude. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I've never had a bad experience with any boxer. No, um, I haven't either. I, I've met quite a few. Yeah, good high-profile boxers, and yeah, you know, they've always been the first person to offer the handshake and get a picture. Exactly. We got one of our boys, Billy, um, yeah, Billy yeah. McGoogle, McDougal, and he's um, he's met. Every oh, everyone, Annie. He, he's, like, he's met like Errol Spence, Eddie Hearn, Garcia, Eddie Hearn, no, he, Diamante, yeah. like literally from up and down the card. Yeah. He's my mom and Rolly, like probably the one of the yeah, worst yeah. humans you could ever think of. Yeah, it's yeah. so sound, like they're all yeah. being so sound. So, I mean, we we should ask him really if there's anything anyone yeah. he's not he's met that's not sound. I mean, best West one I've met recently is Dennis McCann on the yeah. on the Smith Eubank card. We were doing a bit of shopping before in Manchester. And uh, I see him at Colin, yeah, that's Dennis McCann there. And he actually come over to us and spoke to us first, like, yeah. he come and tapped me on the shoulder and started talking. Um, Which is so sick, yeah. Proper, proper nice, proper nice, like, down to earth and that. Um, offered to get a picture of us and that. It was just so nice to see someone like like him, who's made to be an next superstar, to just see oh, that yeah. he's still got that level head about him. Yeah. Which, which is good. It's, it's, what was it? I listen to Sean O'Malley a lot. I always mention him. He talks about this is why it's the best sport. Like, why... It's so important in terms of everyday philosophies because yeah. you go to the gym and get humbled. Yeah. Like, no matter what you've got, footballers don't get that. They go training and do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Any sport, any sport you can think of, it's not like that. Combat sports, you go there with you, you go jiu-jitsu and you get tapped 15 times in the space of yeah. 10 minutes. Boxing, you get in there, you get absolutely blitzed. There's yeah. always someone better than you, and That's especially it. in the position I, I feel like I'm the worst in the gym, but in the best way. It's having that mentality. Yeah, exactly. Go right, okay. I, I made that mistake. Let's go in there again and rectify that. Exactly. Yeah. Sparring's all in. And the people who do have the egos, the people who don't turn up every yeah. every. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm everyone's quite good at arguing, but like, there's people who have got egos, the people who don't turn. Up. Look yeah, at McGregor, definitely. 2018. Um, yeah. Build that ego up around him. But anyway, let's go to the next question. 100%. Your favorite is he your favorite? Yeah, I'd say, he's, I'd he's your little he's, brother's I'd, favorite. I'd Joe. say I'd say he's my top. Shout out Joe Horton, the Shout best amateur I will ever see. Honestly, <laughs> he's, he's anyways. Yeah, Crawford is currently on a ten fight KO streak. That's mental. I can't believe I won't open Very it up. Very mental. Um, can you name the round he finished his last three opponents? Do you want the names of his last three opponents? Uh, his last three opponents were Porter, Brooke. Yeah. Um, and before that would have been just his before. most latest one uh, um, David Avenisian yeah David Avenisian uh, so first of all I want to say with Crawford is uh, me and my dad read yeah, let's, talk about, let's talk about Crawford quite a lot of boxing news right so this is how I've like I, I sort of I, I read a lot of boxing yeah um, and he was profiled when he boxed Ricky Burns now it, this was a voluntary defence for Ricky Burns mm. no one no sorry it, it, it was a mandatory Crawford was in mandatory for about six months Right. And the flu Crawford over, and everyone was saying, oh, Ricky Burns is gonna, he's gonna not not be young, call over, he's gonna walk straight through him." And we was like, "No, he's not." Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, and obviously, if if you watch the fight, 
Ricky Burns just got absolutely oh. played with. Yeah. Robert went in his backyard and just took the piss. <laughs> he, he, he really did. And, you know... I don't think we, I've seen... I haven't... Well, I haven't seen this fight, I'll be honest, so... Well, even if you just watch the highlights, you get too yeah. many highlights. And Crawford was like... It just got to the point where Burns didn't want to throw because Crawford was hitting him with like six, seven shots at a time. Clean and, you know, and then after that, he just showed his level because he just leveled, 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 leveled. And now he's at probably one of the... He's definitely sitting in the top five pound for pound in the world. 100%. Who's that, Crawford? Crawford. Oh, well, he's top three. He's, top three. He's top two. Yeah. He's top two. For, yeah. It's a toss-up between him and Inouye for me. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard, though, around like Usyk and that as well cause you, and Fiori because you've got to run. They've got to be up there. Usyk's well, problem with the heavyweights never get the respect for, for the pound for pounds because they're the heaviest. The you know what I mean? They'll never have yeah. to change division and try and. But look at Canelo. We still rate him. For example, Shaden, who came on, rated him one, which I actually think is a hot take. I, I love Canelo, but I'd never put him one because he's gone up and he's failed. If you can, yeah. if you go up and fail, you can't be number one for me because you're not no, pound for definitely. pound. And for me as well, I've never ranked Canelo number number one because of the drugs allegations. Now, yeah. In my eyes, if you're taking drugs and boxing. You should be you should be banned straight away. Yeah, there just should be no. Oh well, let's give him a six month ban and let's get him back. And he's still knocking guys out. Yeah, you know, as soon as you're caught taking drugs, should be banned, and that's it. But it's a bit of a sore subject that one because I I just don't see you. It's, it's interesting you said that because I rate my goat list in the MMA, which obviously everyone knows who listens to the pod. Um, Balls is a bo- more boxing special. You can say yeah. I'm definitely. More into boxing now, but I'm more the MMA guy and kind of in terms of background knowledge and stuff. And I've always put my MMA pound for pound list based. I've had Khabib number one. We're gonna yeah. get into MMA. We'll ask a few questions later. Um, but and I've never put John Jones one because of all the drug allegations yeah. and all the ones he's failed. But it's interesting. I've never. I've always had Canelo top three for me. But it's true. You shouldn't. And he was on Clem Butrol, yeah. which makes you sweat and pretty much. It's so bad for you. It's what they give to the they used to give to the film stars in like oh five oh five yeah. to ten where all it was about was slimming down. But it's so bad for you. I think he, has he had any other PEDs? I don't think so. Um, but and who was that? Was it against Triple G that one? Yeah, yeah. lads in his stables like Oscar Valdez and that have also tested positive. Yeah, uh, and he was allowed to box and he beat that Brazilian uh, Cancelo who won the who won the Olympics in Rio. Yeah, but again, I, I didn't think Valdez won that fight. I rode down nah. back a few times, and then after that, Shaka Stevenson just did, did what he did. With him. Well, we speak about we talk about McGregor. I mean, Mayweather kind of yeah future come ups. I mean, he's right there, isn't he? Oh, um, definitely. He's in our top three fighters of the year last year. Definitely. While we're here, we might as well ask. Might as well talk about Conor Ben. Just passed his drug test today, or yeah. just been cleared of taking drugs. Give me your thoughts on that. Um, I think he should never be allowed in the ring again. Oh, um, hot and, take! And if he's yeah, hot take. And uh, yeah, I think he's never be allowed in the ring again. Um, I think he was trying to cheat his way to a victory with Eubank. Personally, I think after watching Eubank against Smith, I think he would have beat Eubank anyway. Oh yeah, I think I think he would have beat him in the same way. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, when your dad's been so successful like Nigel Ben was, it's always hard to get out of their shadow. Now everyone always thinks Conor Ben's got where he has because of his dad, which. In a sense, he has because he wouldn't have got to deal with matchroom after only having sixteen amateur fights or whatever. Yeah, I think he didn't. Is that have, it? He, didn't, he, didn't have, he didn't have much amateur experience. He had below thirty though. I think he had below thirty Bloody because hell. he he lived um, he lived out in Australia. His dad moved into Australia. All right. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think he had over twenty fights as an amateur. I'm searching up his. Yeah, yeah, that is mental because 
like we said, try again to Charles Joe Jade. Like these, obviously, the top three boxing I do in terms of amateurs. Um, no personal attacks on anyone else. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. before I say no, that, no, yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm, all I'm saying about that is like. That's think about how much like the boys at the gym can come on and they've they've had twenty fights. Think about how much better they're gonna get. Like, you would never expect to put any of them pro now because of yeah, firstly how young they are. Yeah. But secondly, how much you know they're gonna how good they're gonna be when they go pro. Yeah, definitely. Which is I mean you can see the progression. So you've got Joe, Jay, Charles, 20, 20 battles at fifteen, and then you've got Ethan Noten. Yeah, Shadi. Shadi. We're shouting out the whole gym, yeah, by the way. Yeah, performance I mean. your week against Harry Nelson. I feel like if the people at the gym might listen to this one more because you're on it, but I shout you out every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every episode, I'm always <laughs> shouting someone out. So well, you, you can see the progression. So they're at 20 bars. Ethan's had 43 now, and you can see how good Ethan is oh, God, and, yeah. and how much of a solid 3-3 minute round fighter he is. By the way, we 85% of our listeners are outside Cleethorpes and Grimsby, which is cool, firstly. But um, for anyone who's listening to this, we have a, we have a large audience towards um, down south. These boys, honestly, just keep your eye out. Give give them, check them out. Joe Horton, Charlie Sorensen, Jay Richmond Youngs. Jay Richmond Youngs, um, yeah. yeah, check them out. Check Mike Mariners out. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of future prospects coming Definitely, there. Definitely, 100%. Um, and Tommy's going to be the next big coach. You know, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, like I said, I've mentioned them all the time. And also, shout out to our five people from Spain in, a, yeah. <laughs> in the well, last few episodes. Spain. Yeah, we've got three in Australia. And we've, ri- oh, <laughs> we've ripped man. Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so two of them have listened to like 10 episodes, so they're Was probably going to listen to this. Um, and shout out, oh, we've ripped France as well. We've, had, we've got about seven listeners in France. So, oh, wow. Yeah. We're just trying nice out, yeah, all these small time people. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, so what rounds are you saying? We haven't even answered the Abonation question. was round seven. Round seven, I, mean, I can't remember the answers. I put them down on there. I put them in round seven. Uh, Sean Porter was late. Yeah. What a great fight. Very underrated Very, fight, by yeah. the way. I, actually, I, I love Sean Porter. I, I like favorites. Sean Porter. Though. I actually had Porter winning a good few rounds. Um, I was listening to the corner talk in between. And Bo, Bo Mack was quite animated. Yeah. The fact that... Crawford looked a little bit out of his comfort zone. Great coach, by the way. Very good We're coach. Gonna, actually, no, very, don't very talk about coach. coaches. I've got a segment about coaches. Yeah, yeah so. Okay. But yeah, I had Crawford, um, Porter winning quite a few rounds in that fight. Yeah. Um, obviously, I had Crawford ahead at the time it was stopped. Was the one, was this, it was Porter's fight where he got knocked down and he was like, it was a shock knockdown. He was like punching the floor. Was that his after? Yeah, yeah it, it was, was that fight, wasn't it? Because um, he overcommitted with his right hand. Yeah, he did. He, yeah. Left. What an intense fight! I remember watching. Yeah, I watched that one live. That was. And then, so what round are you saying for Porter? We 11? need you to lock it in. You're locking in eleven. I think it's eleven. You got seven at eleven and. Uh, Kelbrook. Kelbrook was round four. Round four. It's either three or four. I'm gonna say. You got to lock in on one. Round three. You're locking in round three. Let's go to the answers. Oh, four, four, ten, four and six. She was like, off oh, for every single one. Oh. So, Tommy, you know what I mean? You're no longer the oh. encyclopedia. He's been conning the British <laughs> public conning since this pathetic <laughs> combat of this. <laughs> He's been conning us. Um, that's close. I can't lie. I'm pro- I remember Davin- uh, David Avnissian. Don't get how anyone thought he was going to win. Honestly, like... Honestly, the pit... Yeah. Uh, I'm talking to one person. He's probably not listening. But, like, yeah. you know I mean? How the hell... And you're gonna beat Crawford, and then you come out here posting a million stories about how his glove was ripped. Yeah, he still beat you. He didn't even need to like. Oh, he was winning every single round anyway. Yeah, he was in. He was in complete control. I yeah, Kelbrook just 
I think the weight just absolutely killed him. Yeah, he was so doing drained. Doing one four seven. Yeah, again. you can see in that picture there just how yeah. like sculpted he is. He's got he's just got no water. Yeah, no and that was fight night as well. Out. That was after hydration yeah. and everything. Not right. No. And Sean Porter, class fight, probably the best out of the three. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, let's go. Right, we're moving on. New subject. Name the record. Name part part two of the quiz. Name the record. Okay. Right. So we've got three boxes. And yeah. you've got to give us the records. You've got multiple choice here. So I know they're going to throw you off. You know what I mean? We're not doing anything right, stupid. Okay. This is going to be tough. Yeah. First one we have is Progray. Or Prograce. However you pronounce it. Regis, Regis Progray. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Classifier. 28-1. You're looking in. So we have option one for everyone playing at home. If you are. Probably not because we've just been talking for so yeah, long. Yeah, Josh Taylor. We have, yeah, we have 28 and 1, option 2, 28 and 0, option 3, 29 and 3. And you're locking in number 1 straight number away. One. Yeah. We get the soundboard up ready number for one. your answer. Oh, so he's not 28 and 0, so Taylor beat him. Yeah. It's option 1, it's yeah. option 1. Um, and you... I will bet every pound I got! You got that one so easily, we've got to pull the John Fiore out. Yeah. I mean, special occasions, of course. Number 2, what is Canelo's record? I actually had his record up on Box Break the other day. Revision. Yeah. Um, Man's pulled out the it's GCSEs. 58, it's 58. 58 wins, two losses and one draw. 58, two and one. Yeah. He's been conning the British oh. public since this... He's conning them! He's oh, been conning them! Yeah. Suarez. Yeah. Jorge yeah. yeah. like, like Juarez. Yeah, it was super early yeah. in his career. Um, I thought I'd jot it down there because I complete. I had never seen that fight. Um, and he was so young then anyway he was in Mexico yeah he did about 16 um, turned pro at 15 didn't he yeah and even that Mayweather performance in- insane from Mayweather seeing him do that and Bivol I mean we'll talk about it later probably when we do some dream matchmaking um, Jack Cattrall what are you saying uh, give a shout out to Jack Cattrall actually he was he was lined up to fight our Kev Upa a few years he ago he was yeah um, when Kev was uh, just just out of boxing for the English title against Sam Mason he right. was lined up to get a good shot with the WBO international title against Jack Carroll. Look how far he's come now. In my that's eyes, mental, in my yeah. eyes, should be undisputed world champion. But oh, let's not get into that. We've got a segment. Talk, we've got a se- We've already that. got the segment because this talk is my favourite thing to talk about on the pod. Yeah, we've got option one, twenty six and one. Option two, twenty five and two. And option three, twenty eight and one loss, one draw. Twenty six and one. Twenty six and one. He got it right yeah. and he banked on it too. Smashed it. That one, you, you absolutely smashed that one. And yeah. now we're on to the randoms. Question one: Who has the most consecutive title defenses? What have anyone in boxing history? Joe Calzaghe. You going for Joe Calzaghe? Yeah, because I remember he had like eighteen, nineteen defenses. This is number one bullshit. No. Almost Joe Louis, and it, I yeah. thought when you said Joe, because yeah, um, Tommy's brother's called Joe, and he was named after split between Joe Carzaghi and Joe yeah. Louis, if I'm right. Yeah. So I thought, oh, he's got it, and he was almost there. So we had to brawl the Khabib yeah. out. Twenty five, which is absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, well, I can't believe well that. before our time, that it? Well, oh yeah, a different I mean, era of boxing back then. Yeah, fifteen um, rounds, slugging it out with little yeah. mitts on. Yeah, insane, um, but class fight. I mean, watching him back, learning yeah. from the greats. I yeah. mean, that's, that's where you want to do Definitely. it. At what age did Mike Tyson win his first world title? 19. 19? Oh, 20. 
This is number one bullshit. Oh. That's a go- I thought it was 19. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was 18 for years. Yeah, I thought it was teens. Um, and I think, don't know if this is the final one. Barry McGuigan won, oh, spell check there, won a world title at what division? Believe a feather or super feather. It's one of the two. Yeah. Super feather. Super feather. Yeah, super feather. He's been conning oh, the British public <laughs> since this pathetic combat of his. You know what? You're always just that fraction yeah. out. Um, oh, we've got one more. We've got so one more. many champions, aren't they? Around yeah. The what country has the most world title titles in boxing? That's it. This is just a, a guess. This is a complete after, guess. After last, after uh, Lara last week, we've got to say Mexico. You go Mexico. Mexico. I think. What was my initial guess? I think my initial guess was um, Russia. Don't know why. If, at, if, at one without stage, thinking it. Should we UK, see what the answer yeah, is? At one stage, I'm pretty sure you USA. USA. Yeah. At yeah. one stage, the UK had the biggest population of world champions. Did it? Yeah, it won. It won that long ago. Oh, either. this that was all 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 together. Yeah. In history, not currently. Oh, I thought it currently. Yeah, yeah, I've just oh, realised that, yeah. currently. Would that have changed your answer? Yeah, definitely. What would you have gone to? I'd America. Would you actually? Yeah, I would have said America. <laughs> yeah, you said the whole time, I said America. I, I thought you meant recently. Yeah, yeah, with the way you answered that, yeah, yeah I realised, yeah. yeah. Poor from me. Yeah, um, but that was the quiz. I hope you enjoyed. Like I said, if you want to, if you want me to send it, we, we spoke throughout the whole thing, didn't we? So, um, it was pretty much, yeah, what was it? Ten, roughly ten questions. Yeah. You probably got about 70%, 65%. Was it a good quiz? Yeah, it was actually. Was it a good quiz, right. You definitely got me thinking. Yeah, so we're going to go to the beginning bit now, the introduction. So we've got a few questions that we always ask our guests. These are called the fight rundown questions. Yeah. Um, shout out to all the people who have currently done this. Fighting words, all about uh, combat thoughts, um, all about the balance. I mean, there's been loads of people. Mikey Bryan, um, Ballsy's done it when he came on. Question one. These aren't deep. These are just, who is your favourite fighter ever? Ever. Crawford. Terence Crawford. Ever. ever. He's already Crawford. gone up there as ever. Terence Crawford, yeah. Why? Definitely. Um, I know we touched on it earlier, his but... His boxing style, uh, I try and replicate it. Um, just his personality, in and out of the ring, is so... He's, he's such a family man. He's, he's got a lot of kids. Yeah. He's, he's such a family man. Really, really dedicated. Coolest guy. And he's, he's from uh, Omar, Nebraska. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot going on. No. And as he started coming up in the world, he gives a lot back to the community. Oh, does he? Yeah, he gives a lot back. Obviously, there's a lot of fighters that do give a lot back, but yeah. I just like to see it from Crawford's. But he's just, I love yeah. watching fight. There's ways to go about it, isn't there? Definitely. I mean, love watching him fight. Yeah, he's insane. I know you, your dad, your brother, you, you love him, yeah. don't you? I mean, yeah, I, I, I idolise Thomas Crawford. I, I, I really, yeah. really do. Um, Even the way he carries himself, like yeah. do you know, around the whole Brook Khan yeah. uh, fight, the way he just carried himself, all yeah. that, just so. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't watch him and think he's the star right there? Yeah, and you can't really pick a lot of faults out in Crawford. No, that's true. Yeah, with a lot of fighters, you can pick, you can pick one or two little things out that you go, well, I can capitalize on that. Whereas Crawford, he's so technically sound, he can box either way. He can box swiftly out of orthodox. He can box, he can box out this world out of southpaw. Yeah, you know, so he's, he's got that backup plan. And that's the main thing. Being a yeah. champion is about being able to do things when things go wrong. Yeah. Which Crawford can do. Exactly. And then, next question. Your favourite fight of all time? Your favourite fight of all time? Sugar Ray Leonard against Tommy Ernst, the first fight. Oh, and why is that? 
It was just an absolute war. Yeah, it's just an absolute war. And uh, that division, just I'll a, never get over just that a little thing off topic. I was actually named after Tommy Hearns. You was on yeah, yes. and I was yeah. going to mention it. To be fair, along yeah. with uh, your brother being Joe Carlsagi, Joe yeah. Louis, yourself, yeah. and it comes after your boxing name. You're the hitman as well, aren't yeah. you? Tommy Hitman and Thomas Hitman Hands. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, definitely say that um, fight with Leonard. I- I've watched that back so many times. Absolutely yeah. brilliant fight. Just like how to and that fight was on Wednesday night, believe it or not. No, <laughs> what? Yeah, that fight was on Wednesday night. Imagine that for us. Imagine like the biggest, the biggest fight. Lomachenko Haney. That's yeah. the equivalent now, isn't Being it? On Wednesday night, you're like, Same division. I can't yeah. I'm drinking for work in the morning. Oh it's yeah, mad, isn't it? I think we used to do it. Would will or say up for it, wouldn't we? Imagine, oh. imagine that. I don't know if you knew that fight. Say if Lomachenko Haney happened, yeah. I'd be like, let's all stay up. Yeah. Um, to whoever's watching it, I'd I'd be staying up for that one. I'd live. be going. Would you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Out of the way. Where you going? Next question. Three fighters you watch live. Do you do you watch boxing live? That's in America, or does it put you off? A lot of people, in between. For me, I have a select handful of people I will watch live, and stay up until five a.m. for um, whatever. Yeah, I always watch Lomachenko when yeah. he's on, and um, you'll stay up for it. Or stay, get up up for it. it yeah. stay up for it. Yeah, Crawford. Yeah. Um, and I also I used to stay up for Manny Pacquiao when he was on. Interesting, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Pacquiao Southpaw. Skilled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and oh, Tommy's a Southpaw as well. So yeah. Same with your brother, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll talk about amateur things later. Also, next question: MMA fighters. Are you into MMA? Do you dabble in the UFC? Um, you know what? Past like the last couple of years, I've got into it a little bit more. Like, I start. I, yeah. I never used to watch it at all, but last last few years, I've started to sort of watch it a little bit. Not much. Like I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say like I'm a massive MMA fan. And yeah. I, I know it because I don't. But my favourite MMA fight, I've got to say Khabib. Yeah. Um, just because of the way he carries himself again in and out of the ring, and whatever he says, he does. Exactly. Yeah. He's... Whatever he says, he does, and he's just he is an absolute he's an animal when he gets in that ring. Oh yeah. I, I mean, obviously everyone knows that he, he like trains with bears and stuff and grapples with bears and stuff. It's, it's unheard of, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, it really it, is. A video I'd suggest you watch. Um, have you heard of Nelk? Them pranksters, full send or whatever. They just get the yeah. most mad opportunities because of the amount of connections they built. Um, which fair play to them. You know I mean? P- the UFC fans hate them, but they went to Islam's training camp. Islam Makachev's Khabib's younger cousin, his prodigy. Right. Okay. Uh, watch that on YouTube, and you basically, it's only watch the first ten minutes. to go with Haspeler after that, so pretty irrelevant. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so that that was a cool video. But like the training camps are so severe. Like basically, the landed in Makachalaka, whatever it's called. Don't cancel me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, the landing there, they have to do a seven-hour drive into the mountains. Uh, when they get there, it's a whole estate, I don't know, probably about 40 acres. Um, all all training camp. Um, they have, fr- everything's frozen up. So, like, for example, they did a they did an ice bath, um, and then they fished in the ice bath, got fishing, that's what they ate that night. So, like, they fish for their own food. Like, that's just and that is that it? is why they're so hungry to win. Oh yeah, there's no distractions. There's nothing given to them on a plate. But they do say, is there, is there, like, is there a couple of hookers coming up every every Saturday yeah. night in during camp? Who knows? <laughs> you know, did they get the nose beers in? Everyone, everyone's in there. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, definitely could be for him, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was watching Paddy Pimblett just because he's very, very vocal. And he... Yeah, he said that yesterday to me. I just thought that's a hot take. And yeah. do you have you seen his, like what do you think of his weight gain between fights? I think it's just unprofessional. 
Yeah. Same with Ricky Hatton, and it caught up with him eventually. Yeah, of course. I think it, it, it'll catch up with him eventually. But MMA fighters take a lot of take bigger extremes than boxers do, I think. What do you mean? Oh, in terms of weight cutting, yeah. yeah. It's because there's less divisions, isn't there? Less divisions, and obviously there's, there's bigger, obviously there's bigger gaps in between yeah. divisions. You've got 125, 135, yeah. 145, 155, 170. Pounds a massive difference. Yeah, well... £10 a big, big difference. Well, when you heard Canelo's going from super middleweight to light heavyweight... 168 to 175, everyone's like... That's what I mean, yeah, but in terms of, like, UFC would be like, huh? Is that it? Like... Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't phase them, would it, but... No. Yeah, like you said, within within MMA, it's, it's huge. But for me, that time, obviously, I've I've never had a fight, never had an amateur fight. But in terms of that gap between eight weeks or four weeks out from your fight and your last fight, that's where you improve. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, the final eight to four four to eight weeks is where you're just polishing everything. Yeah, I mean, oh, you're definitely. getting the hardest sparrings in, and and of course, you know, we're going to talk about your coaching more later. Yeah. But that, that time between fights, like. For example, everyone boxing at our gym now is like there's no home show or whatever, but that's where you you learn. You know what I mean? That's where you learn all your new stuff. And 100%, 100%. for example, your dad's one of the masters of teaching. For me, anyway, it's like a sensei with yeah. what he comes out with is just so wise. So, um, yeah, in terms of that, I think um, yeah, I don't, don't know about the weight gain. Cause he's not training. He's literally said out and out he's not training. So yeah, which should be a waste as hell. Cause yeah. He's a fighter. I don't know. I think he's about to get exposed. Isn't I it, mean, right? yeah. Obviously, I'm not a master at MMA, but from what I've seen of him, he can handle himself really well. Yeah. Um. Anyways, moving on. Let's talk about your coaching a bit. You, you yeah. Kind of got into coaching. Yeah. Um. We a lot of our audience do like listen to recovery in terms of uh, injuries and stuff, and you've, yeah. you've dealt with your fair share of injuries. So oh, I'll just let you take definitely. the mic and kind right. of talk about your amateurs and what happened and how you kind of. Phys- kind of physio it and what stage is thrown through because a lot of people yeah. love the idea of recovery and what, what's done so I mean I took up coaching maybe well so I say I took up coaching I've been sort of like giving hindrances to like Joe, Jay, Charles or whatever yeah um, just like giving them bits of advice here and there alongside boxing um, and about since about October I started struggling even more with me lower back now I struggled for about two years with uh, severe lower back pain I guess yeah. I get sciatica I have acupuncture all that stuff um, so it, it sort of made sense, especially alongside my job as I'm a plumber. It's pretty um, practical, pretty hands-on, yeah. quite a lot of lifting. Just made sense to sort of take a little bit of a back step, but I wanted to keep around the gym because that's where my happy place is, the gym. I'd, of course. Just because I've been around the gym from being three or four, that's that's all I know. Um, so it was sort of a natural progression. Even though I'm not the most experienced boxer in the gym, I've, I watch, I read, I study boxing, 24-7 it was just a natural progression to go into teaching the lads yeah. and you know it's, it's going really well and we've got a really good coaching team at the gym and you know the lads are getting better and better and lasses we've got a really good lass um, shout out to uh, Olivia Frampton shout very out to very good lass been invited down by England for training just a shame the dates clash with the plans we had but yeah. you know sh- sh- she'll be on there soon um, just showing the levels of the gym the results speaking for itself you know yeah, and there's um, levels from top to bottom, oh, isn't there? Definitely, definitely. You know, we got kids who have had a couple of fights and lost them. We've got lads who have got 70, 30 records, you know, but it's all about yeah. helping each other and just, you know, we don't have favourites in the gym. Everyone gets the same. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just all a big learning curve. And I'm, I'm learning the other side of it now as well. It's, it's not just sticking a pair of pads on and going right for a one-two. Yeah. It's stuff like knowing how to get an extra 10 seconds when they're hurt, spit the gum shield out. Yeah. How to tie up properly. 
and how to box to how the amateur judges see because they see stuff funny you know yourself we've, we've seen some bad decisions oh, God, yeah. Um, so you, you know it, it's stuff like that and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, just keeping on going as I am yeah I'm still training doing a bit of running and a bit of boxing keep myself in good shape and hopefully in the near future I'll get myself back in the ring for sure yeah I mean definitely it's a main event right there but know, um, definitely yeah you speak about acupuncture because um, what, what is kind of the process of that is that like just something you can jump straight into because i don't know too much about it um like i said we have a lot of fitness freaks so so called yeah. like who are really into this stuff so yeah to kind of explain the process of like and the, does it really help do you see a lot of difference when you use it yeah so before i start talking about it, i want to give a massive shout out to my physio it's a class above clinic in cleefops um marie and olivia who look after me and my dad absolutely brilliant been going to them for about two years now nice. my dad's using them for a, a lot longer yeah. Um, just masters in the, in, in the trade really um, so yeah the old point of acupuncture it basically um, it's like little short needles that get knots and little um, so like you can pop lactic acid knots all, right, all, yeah. all that stuff so they, they pop them in so what they'll do is they'll massage first and find a tight area they'll pop a needle in and start to move it until you get the little twinge which is the the little knot or something going usually you have about four or five in the same area yeah um and it works an absolute treat it really does i've had it in legs back shoulders everything um and you you know like any, anyone who's got any little knots and niggles and stuff definitely go and give it a try i've, I've tried skin cupping and stuff like that and i was going to say what yeah have you ever used the, the hot cup or yeah kind I, of cold I, I tried it um i didn't feel like it had as much benefit as acupuncture does yeah um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm at the physio normally every every month. I go once every month just to have a little top up and a bit of maintenance work. Um, but yeah, I definitely find that the acupuncture is more effective. 100%. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I kind of get a lot of my tips from so many other people. Andrew Huberman, someone I listen to so much, and very much this the cold plunges every day. And yeah, you know, I mean, I've been keeping that for about four months now. Just the cold shower, yeah. drilling it in, cold plunge, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you try any of that or? Do you think that's a bit of a waste um, of time and just after, uncomfortable? Say if I've been on a run or something, I'll, I'll turn the shower down to cold. Yeah. Just, but I don't really do ice baths all right. All right. Um, so good, honestly. Yeah, probably because I'm, I'm a bit of like a, a wimp when it comes to dead cold. <laughs> I, I actually hate it. Like when you jump in a swimming pool. It's yeah, crazy. once like, it's done though, you feel so good. Like especially jumping out the sauna. Um, yeah. At the gym I go to, they do have a sauna luckily. Um so yeah, once you get out there with the steam room and just jump into that cold shower on, they have a cold plunge there. Oh yeah, it's just spot on. It hits yeah. that spot so well. So, and it freezes all your toxins. That's yeah. Freezes all your blood toxins, yeah, yeah. which is obviously just game changer in terms of recovery. Definitely. So, um, Definitely. pretty much closing up there. But we have got a few. I've got a few questions. Say if you was a boxer, this is a new one I'm introduced. Say if you was a boxer, or Joe, uh, your younger brother. Who definitely will be on one of these cards one day. Rank your promoters that you would want to fight on their cards. So we have. Are we talking? Ask a question. Yeah, I'll give you boxer, matchroom, yeah. Queensbury, top rank. Yeah. And PBC. PBC. Right. Okay. I'd say PBC bottom. Yeah. 
Um, you would not want your brother near PVC. No, you're stuck not. in one pool line and you're kind definitely. of in a roster. You can't get out there. And as yeah. soon as you you only fight out, PVC fighters. Definitely. Yeah. That, that's it. Because we don't want to work with anyone else. No. Um, safe. It's safe, I guess, definitely. isn't it? But too safe. They've got a big platform over in America. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nowhere near PVC. Um, and then I'll have to say boxer. Yeah. Um, I like what Ben Shalom's doing, but. I'd rather there's more experience from where I was out there, do you know? Yeah. I mean? And then I'd say top rank, like Agreed. like Bob Arum. I mean, I, 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 that, that's a sore subject because a lot of people don't like Bob Arum. I don't like I, Bob Arum. Yeah, I, I, I try, <laughs> yeah, I, but I, yeah, Bob Arum's brilliant. Been around the game years. He's seen some yeah. of the best fighters ever. He's promoted some of the best fighters ever. Um, then I'd say Eddie Hearn. Oh, you're going Hearn too. Yeah. Ooh. And then I'd say Warren. How come? That's hard. I thought. Frank I definitely Warren. think 85% of boxers would easily choose matchroom. Frank Warren um, has got better links to organisations. Yeah, so very close react, uh, connection with top rank as well. Yeah, so he's got a, he's got a good deal with WBO, so you're going to be getting rankings there straight away. He, he puts shows on more regular than Hearn. Yeah. Um, and also, you need to notice like Hearn's shows are in big arenas. Yeah. Frank Warren's still putting shows on in, in your cards to get his young fighters out. Yeah. So he cares about the young fighters and he wants to see them progress. So I've always said to me, Dan Andrew, if I was to overturn pro and Frank Warren was offering me a deal, I'd go with him. Yeah. Which is why you see like the Royston Barney Smith and Dennis McCann, young good fighters, who I don't know 100% sure, but I'm sure that they've had deals from other promoters. Oh yeah, without but a doubt. But choose to go with Warren because of his experience in promoting the big fights. And, and he's not... Sometimes Eddie Young can be a little bit arrogant. Frank Frank Warren really isn't. Yeah, I, I suppose I watch a lot Frank, Frank Warren's Warren. son, Francis. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, no, no, whole boy, but like, billionaire's son or whatever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, he's, yeah, he's got to be, he's got to think he owns the place. But no, he was so cool. I mean, he was with a great group of lads. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what's cool as well. But to so say, if there was all to offer you a pro deal, yeah. you're choosing Warren every day. Actually, yeah, so if those all those all the same amount. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, if all a five fight money, deal. Yeah, same amount. Know, money, start yeah, start money. You go Warren. Go yeah. Warren, hundred percent. Yeah. Next, I'm gonna turn that question on its head. You've yeah. been to a lot of boxing events. Yeah. Rank the promoters' shows, even though you've watched on TV. You can include your live Ooh. attendance. Right. Okay. Who puts on the best show in terms of arena, um, presentation, yeah, um, and card? Which is probably the most important thing. Seventy yeah. percent of what makes a good. You show. gotta say Eddie Hearn puts the best cards on. Yeah, obviously because yeah. um, us lot went to me, Jeeve, Billy, and Joe. We yeah. all went to Woodlaw last week. Class night on it, brilliant. Insane. Night. Booked it on the Wednesday. Booked it on the Wednesday. Class C. It's about six rows up, looking right at the ring. Yeah, it was on TV. Brilliant card. Quite a lot of yeah, yeah. Fights. You can see us on the um, behind the fight night scenes uh, and that. On yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant card. Um, I've been to quite a few Ben Shalom cards recently Boxer Yeah I went to Cambrook um, Recently Smith Eubank Went to that And then In 2021 You remember when Richard Riappor Was up and coming Yeah Well we won tickets On Boxer To go watch it We ended up sitting ringside That's the front row one Yeah I was when uh, Florian Marku boxed He was main event He sold He sold a lot of tickets To the Albanians um, And that was Who was he against on that uh, one? It was against a French French keys. It was over eight rounds. He won. Right, I can't yeah. remember his name. But it was at welterweight. That's mad. Knowing Richard Riappo did at main event that card. You yeah, Richard Riappo. Obviously, he's a, I feel like he's been a star for ages. I feel like I've always known him. Owned by I mean? London. He was in line to fight Canelo when he was going up the cruiser. Yeah, oh, let me see. 
Um, was that at Wembley Arena? Was it Wembley Arena? Great arena. Class arena, innit? Obviously, you went there for Yard, Babyshead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ben Shalom put some really, really good shows on. Yeah. Um, I think Eddie Hearn's got the better card and atmosphere. But presentation on Eddie Hearn's got to be Ben Shalom, I think. Do you think? Yeah. Even like, like the ring canvas, the black canvas, and it looks yeah, cool. I yeah. Think. It's just different, isn't it? To the... I love matchrooms. Obviously, I'm, my whole job's digital marketing yeah. communications. I do design work, so it's what I'm surrounded by all day. You know what I mean? I look at everyone's promoting and kind of design work, and I always look at that and kind of think, oh, what's being done there? I think yeah. matchrooms is clear. I love the presentation of matchrooms. Yeah. Just look at that Wood Lara poster. Yeah, I, know. You know what I mean, they so always good. have amazing promos. So um, I'll tell you, Fight Build Up is actually Queensbury. Because they have the best YouTube channel in yeah, terms of building up. They There's always something going on there. I feel like it's an area the zone don't really cover, apart from this Misfits thing, which yeah. you know, I might as well ask you about. What's your thoughts on the YouTube crossover scene? Because we get views on it, so, <laughs> so I don't what mind YouTube talking about YouTube crossover with boxing? Yeah, so this oh, Misfits boxing. So I know you mentioned, I mean, you're not really bothered apart from Salt Pappy, which you think is pretty cool. Yeah, you know what? I actually quite rate that Salt Pappy. Mm. He's obviously boxed before because he's he keeps his shape well and he's really sharp on his yeah. feet. He's got good footwork. But in terms of the sport, do you like? There's now in the next card. This is I think personally this is where it's crossed the line for me. They're doing tag team boxing. No, and for me that's just it's, it's just it's just it's just making a mockery of it. Yeah, really m- making a mockery of boxing. You know, boxing. And KSI was the one who was crying first that yeah. we're not taking serious. Boxing is probably one of the hardest sports in the world, and you got these lads playing at it. Yeah, you know you got. Like pros who train three times a day besides working, who never yeah. get the opportunity these lads get on telly. No. And all, all of a sudden they're on telly. They're tag team boxing. Like, yeah. What's that about? Well, even what, uh, even down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about obviously. I know I'm a I'm a fan of wrestling, but I'm a fan of wrestling because it's not. I know it's not real. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. I, I I train four times a week. I, I'm. I'm, I'm coming up in this amateur yeah, scene yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to pro or anything but yeah I mean I've, I see the people who work hard yeah. I see what people have done I, even myself knowing this guy called B Dave is allowed to yeah. hop into the ring in a tag team match like ah, oh, like come on that's just it's making a mockery of it and you know I really really don't agree with it yeah because you're a purist aren't you? am, you're a boxing yeah. purist even all, the, even all the YouTubers coming into boxing even KSI KSI is not a boxer. No, Jake Paul's a boxer. a boxer. I I rate Paul. I rate Jake Paul. Yeah, he's all right for what he's doing. He for is, what he's doing. Yeah. Would he beat Johnny Fisher? No. Like, yeah, you know I mean, he wouldn't beat anyone on the English circuit. No. But no you know what? If he wants to go pro and fight UFC fighters in a pro boxing fight, cool. Yeah, you know I mean, there's a market for that. Yeah. It's not stupid. You're doing it on Showtime. He's he's doing it the legit way. I mean, we'll find out what happens with Tommy Fury. This is coming out after the Fury fight, so I'll get you a quick prediction on that. I think Tommy Fury's going to smoke him, personally. What, what about yourself? Tommy Fury will stop him within three rounds. Three? Yeah. You reckon it's going to be early? Early. Yeah, Jake Paul sets his feet a lot. And, you know, talking to you every day, pretty much, and hearing the way... You know, I mean, when we talk about boxing, you tell me what I'm doing wrong. To, talking about what other people are doing. And you always talk about the foot movement. Yeah. I've picked a few things up. Jake Paul's fighting flat-footed MMA fighters yeah. for a reason. They, they, they're trained to be flat-footed. Yeah. They're trained to be a flat-footed for a takedown to come. Yeah, not to be on light on the toes in and yeah. out of angles. So, yeah, yeah that's where Tommy Fury got the complete advantage. And... I think Jake Paul's got a really low front hand. <coughs> when he steps in. I think if Tommy Fury's tactics are right, he'll wait for him to come in and he'll, and he'll chop his, his right hand down straight on his chin and I think that'll knock him out. 
I think that's going to be the shot. Chopping right hand. I think it's going to be a late stoppage for Fury, but I think it's going to be... Because I think Jake's got heart. I think he's just going yeah. to take a lot of damage. I think he's yeah. going to take a whole lot of damage in that fight. Um, and I think... You know what? <laughs> Three years ago, we were all trolling Tommy Fury. The whole boxing world hated him. Yeah. And now we're all backing him, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> like... Because for the sake of boxing, he's got to win. He really has. Because, yeah. you know, he's a... Jake Paul gets a WBC yeah. rank. WBC. You know what I mean? Oh, that, that's, that, that's another thing. I watched the interview with Dave Colwell the other day. Um, you love him, don't you? <laughs> Dave, yeah. Dave, Dave Colwell sound. Dave Colwell remembering yeah. remember me from being a little two, three-year-old kid running around the gym. <laughs> um, but, yeah, watched an interview with him with uh, Coogan on, on IFL. Yeah, shout out Coogs. Yeah, shout Follow, out Coogan. Follows a page, friend of Does the channel. Yeah, 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 shout out Coogan. Brilliant interviews. Yeah. Class, watched him for a few years. Yeah, um, the face of I want to be like oh, Coogan. He's my he's my kind of our. Oh. You know I mean, we look up to Coogan because top dog when it comes. He generated to this whole market. He yeah. made he made this scene. Yeah, I, I remember when he was interviewing people in changing rooms in New York Hall. Yeah, little, well, that. when we spoke to him, uh, quick off topic, uh, we was getting tips. Me and Bowles, we saw him on the uh, what was it Yard Perturbia yeah, yeah. um, card. So him the morning after, and you know what? It was one of them moments where we could have shoved a camera in his face, and be like, oh, we're with Coogs. But we literally had a twenty-five minute chat with him, just firstly talking boxing, yeah. And then was like, oh, then right at the end, I was like, so what? What would you say for us to continue? He's like, go to as many events as you can. He said, yeah. whether it's watching it, and I know he's like, yeah, I can tell you, clued up. You you watch your stuff. We watch watch every weekend. Yeah. He's like, try and get as many media pass as you can. Like he says, a lot of these people turn up for the big ones, and that's it. Yeah. He says, I'm there for every single one. Yeah. And he says he still is. He's still got that mentality. Yeah. Like he's. He's working out. Um, yeah, and he's, he's got he's a co-founder of it. I don't even know who the other guy is, but he's the face of it, isn't he? James, he's got him, James Elder. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got another lad, Umar, as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure James and Umar work for IFL TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. the sorry. Uh, yeah, I think the co-founder is just I don't know, just entrepreneurial. Is he? Right, financial okay. back. I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, what was what was he saying? Uh, Dave Caldwell. Yeah, so obviously he did an interview about the WBC ranking and stuff. Yeah. And he said exactly what I've said about fighters work their whole lives. To even win a British title, yeah. win a British title is such an achievement. Is this one you put on your story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You win that Lonsdale belt, brilliant achievement. You know, lads lads win Lonsdale belts and don't even get a look in into world titles. So all of a sudden he's won, what is he, 5 0? 4 0? 5 0? Uh, Nate, 6. So, yeah, so say he's had 7 fights and he's in the top 10 in the world. Mm. How does that? How does that work? Because he won't beat anyone in them rankings. He WBCs, absolutely. Let me just get the cruiserweight yeah, rankings over. Get them up. He would not beat anyone in there. Gone Brock's rank. Uh, we'll get their rankings. Up. Or should we get the WBC rankings up? Yeah. yeah. I mean, for, for a starter, Richard Briatpour would just cruise straight through him. Lawrence Acoli would knock him spark out. Um, oh yeah. I mean, uh, Acoli would absolutely blitz him. Here, this is here. We've got the the box rec records. Imagine him against Kovalev. Well, let's go to the I bottom mean, of the Sergei list. Kovalev's old nowadays, isn't he? But what's he being ranked in? Is he being ranked in top 10 or...? No, probably not. Oh, no, he's top 15. No, he's not. Top 15. Are you serious? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Kugan said it was top 15. I, I, I don't know if it was Kugan who did the interview or someone else. I don't know, Matt Benuma. Badu Jack's 10. So, Fine yeah. for the top. So Isaac Chamberlain's 19. You cannot tell me he's going to provide a chamber. He wouldn't even beat Mike Perez. Mike Perez was in prize fighter years ago. Jordan Thompson. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know Mike. I don't know Mike Perez. I know Jordan Thompson. He's twenty five. Christoph Glowacki. 
Ex-World yeah. champion. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's not. Riyad Paul yeah, was struggling with him the other week. Yeah, Riyad yeah, Paul that's was true, struggling yeah. with his southpaw movement. He'd smash him. Badu Jack, obviously, class fighter. He's fighting Bakabu, isn't he? That'd be a good fight, that. Yeah, he's fighting on the, the Paul card. Chris Bill um, and Smith would walk straight through him. Um, who else we got there? Riyad Paul, Bradis. Bradis had called him out, though, hadn't he? Bradis wants that. Bradis would cause him yeah, some Bra- serious Bra- damage. Bradis just wants some money. He'll beat anyone in there. He wants some money, yeah. He'll beat anyone in there. Even Jaya Pretoria. I mean, what a fighter. Very underrated. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kope Kovalev's, like, touching 40. Oh, yeah, but older, I reckon he'd clean Paul up, though. Like oh, definitely. Doubt. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, it won't be. It won't be anyone there. It's yeah, just, it's ridiculous. He's that. cheating himself to a. a, a world but you know what? It's all WBC's doing as well because they're it just is. getting worse. They've made a belt for this, haven't they? Yeah, I know. Have you seen that? The yeah, I see it this belt. morning on Instagram. And yeah. we talk about sports washing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to get too political, but when Saudi Arabia are paying the WBC to kind of promote it all as well, which they definitely are, yeah. making a belt for them. You know what I mean? Of course, they they want their country to look clean after what they've done, which whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. They paid WWE over a hundred mil and covered every cost of the building, which is they literally that was zero overhead for WWE. That's ridiculous. Yeah, man. paid really? all the fighters. Um, Tyson Fury made ten mil for a s- seven minute match. The amount of money they've got over there is ridiculous. Oh yeah, I mean they've got more money than cents over there. And I'll say it, the fight rundown need a sponsor. So clear your yeah, money through us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll that's take it. your blood money. I'll take your blood money. <laughs> so, so yeah, give, give us that. Um, but you know what I mean? It's the WBC's doing. They've, they've pushed Jake Paul constantly. Um, they're always talking about him, even on the WBC Twitters and stuff, like, on the socials. They're just going on, Jake, Jake, Jake. They're, yeah. they're giving the T-shirt after his uh, one after one of his fights. Like, that's just mental, isn't it? Like, yeah. he's getting... and it's like, so, like, they're all about giving him a ranking, which doesn't make any sense, but then they've made Liam Smith the world number one. Is WBC mandatory now. So... Which which makes sense, but then that doesn't make sense. So it's like, what game are they trying to play? I just really don't get what yeah, they're doing. Yeah. Because, you know, WBC is probably the, is the most prestigious world title. Yeah. Beyond side... For me, it's the, WBC. Yeah, Beyonce the Ring magazine, which means you're a linear champion. Yeah, that's where one fights two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then whoever wins gets the um, magazine. But again, a, another real, real sore topic about world titles is the super and regular title. Yeah, well, where do we start with this? Because I thought, like, what was it? Laura's, for me, isn't he the main WBA ta- champion? So, yeah, so Laura's the WBA regular champion. Now, Leo Santa Cruz was the super champion, but uh, he did he get did he vacate? Yeah, he he did vacate. Yeah, he He vacated vacated three of them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he was a super champion. Now, for me, if I was WBA regular world champion, I wouldn't class myself as a world champion. Wouldn't you? No, but you got me the super title. But I don't know because I that Lee Wood fight was promoted as a WBA title fight. Yeah, but then I say the same. And I thought the regular one was only used. When there isn't a super, yeah, see, like do you know the heavyweight division, who's the regular champion? Dubois. Uh, Daniel Dubois. Yeah. yeah, like, but he would be the main champion if Fury vacated. Yeah. So uh, I think Lara is, but if Santa Cruz didn't vacate, do you know when the fight was made? Yeah. So, Santa Cruz yeah. is still the champ. What it is, right? So if you've got a regular champion and a super world champion, the super world champion's got ninety days to agree a fight with the new regular champion. Oh, okay. And then that's for the super title. That's how it works. Right. Okay. Um. But so many, too yeah, many so belts. 
and WBA all of them have a fee on it. All of them have a sanctioning yeah, fee. fee. But that's the other thing. WBA have three world titles. They have the WBA uh, WBA Global no WBA Gold title. Right. And WBA Gold, which version of the has won. Okay. They have the regular, then they have the super. Now, and they've got a, and they've got an interim title. They've got four. They've got four titles. And this is why people tune out of boxing to UFC. Yeah, because there's, there's one so champion. There's one champion. So back back in the day, you had a WBC, you had a an IBF, and you had a you had a lineal. Yeah, that was it. You well, had people one. think IBF's not even a world title now. Like, I, I know. I, for me, it's a WBA, WBO, IBF, yeah, WBC, yeah, and the Ring magazine as a side. That's yeah. it. And for and me, there's always with the IBO, isn't there? I don't class it for me. No, I mean, but then you look at like, like Max Hughes. Yeah. When he won that, I was buzzing for him. But well, you don't have to have the IBO to be world or undisputed champion, do you? Or do uh, you have to? Did Josh? Did Josh Taylor? No, Josh Taylor didn't have the IBO, so no. No, that's what I mean. You've got to, you've got to have your standard WBC, WBA, Super, uh, Ring Magazine, and IBF. Right. Okay. And this is this is where the issue is for me. If you have an undisputed champion. They defend it undisputed every time. Yeah. And once it's like, oh, this is completely off topic. Sweden have said if you're under the age of eighteen, you can never buy a cigarette, which makes sense because yeah. then you're cutting it out. So yeah, in ten yeah. years, in eighteen years' time, no one will smoke. Yeah. Right. If everyone becomes an undisputed champion, in ten years' time, you'll never have the issue again. No. You'll phase it out. Yeah. As a main yeah. time, but it's all the promoters, like you said. It's Frank that, Warren. It? Frank Warren's got a good deal with the WBO yeah. or the WBA. Yeah. Um. Eddie Earn, he has a deal with one other. You know what I mean? And yeah. promoters, they don't want a BT Sport f- spy- fighting, Sky Sports fighter yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's all it's all Everyone money, sees pound signs, don't they? Yeah. That's what it is. Everyone sees pound signs. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. But, um, yeah, before, I think we pretty much covered everything. Yeah, We've been definitely. going for way over an hour. <laughs> really? Yeah, I yeah. So, um, finally, I'm just going to hit the Matchroom Boxing website and give you few cards, and I just want your initial predictions. Right, okay. Um, let's go straight to the events. Right. Um, I'll just pick a few out, because we could... don't want to talk about Pat, Patterson Jenkins. We might, we'll probably run an extended preview on all of these, by Chris the way. Chris Jenkins is a good fighter, by the way. Yeah, he is, yeah. And that's in Newcastle, to be fair. Yeah, wonder, Cyrus Patterson's good fighter. Really good. Hopey Price on that card. Interesting. Yeah, Hopey Price. Mohamed Ali's fighting. Oh, my God. He, is he? Yeah. Got a good amateur. Yeah, he's not got a opponent yet, though, has he? It'd be hard to match him. Yeah. A lot of journeymen won't want to fight him. Yeah, true. Well, in, initial prediction, Fiera, Estella. I don't know Fiera. I've seen a bit of him. Um, as you can imagine, he's come forward. It's in Mexico, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I only know Estella. Um, probably say... Um, I don't know because from what I've seen of both of them, they're, they're both like box fighters. They're, they're yeah. both like a like a fight, so that'll be a close fight that one. And then Callum Smith, this is a sick card in Liverpool. To be fair, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean Liam Parra, one of my. There we go. The WBO Global yeah, Super Lightweight Title there. Yeah. yeah. And then the WBO International. So yeah, like, we, yeah, but that's a decent card. Callum Smith winning that one. I think Smith will stop him. Yeah. I think it'll be mid to late rounds. Yeah. They'll never get up early because they'll just be having a look. That, I um, think this is the main event in itself, this one. Liam Paro. No, he's pulled out, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, that's been called off. See it. No. Yeah, it has. Damn. Um, I don't know if he's 
failed a medical or something like that. Get Jarvis in. Yeah, get yeah. any loss too. Why yeah. not? Uh, Diego Pacheco versus Jack Cullen. Jack Cullen's definitely the underdog in that fight. Yeah. Johnny Fisher. I love watching Johnny Bosh. Fisher. Gotta hit it. Um, yeah, Campbell Hunt on that card as well. Uh, George Lidgard. Very good fight. Very good amateur he was. Was he? Yeah, he um, won a couple of national titles. Um, boxed. Boxed at Hodderston, which right. was like one of the best gyms in the country. Okay. If like if if you look on their list on Warrior, which is like the um, amateur matchmaking database here for for all you that don't know, yeah, they've got about forty fighters on there. Have they? Yeah, just like but, but they're all like at twenty bouts plus. Oh, okay. Really, yeah. really good kids. And then um, Joshua Jermaine Franklin, thoughts on that one? Who are you leaning towards? I think Franklin can cause him problems. Yeah, he caused uh, caused Dillian White because White struggled, um, but I think Joshua will win. Joshua needs to win. Yeah. If he's got any idea of winning a world title again, this is the fight that he needs to win, and he needs to win well. Yeah. So Joshua can't just win and scrape it. He's got to clear, clear him yeah. out. He's, he's either got to stop him and knock him out, or he's got to box really well for 12 rounds. Yeah, he's got no to scraping it. He needs to. If I was Anthony Joshua, steamroll him. You know what I mean? He needs, yeah. to, he needs to get back to that 2017 yeah. Joshua. We've got Joe Cordina versus um, oh, Ratmanov. Right. Not a bad fight, that, actually. Yeah, very, um, very good fight. Styles gelled. Um, I think Cordina's wins. I think Cordina's um, Loki. I think Cordina's overrated. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah. He had the viral knockout last year. I think a lot of people are judging him on that. Kind of like yeah. Lee Wood got judged on the Conlon fight. Yeah. In opinion. But I think I've I've seen more Lee Wood from the past. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then this one, we might be in attendance, trying to manifest yeah. it. <laughs> We're trying to get this sorted so we can go to Ireland for the week and. Oh God, it. yeah. But you've got to say Katie Taylor, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, Taylor, Taylor versus Serrano too. I'm back in Serrano. Oh, yeah. like, no, no. I don't care. I just want to be there. Um, what Amanda a fight Serrano. the first fight was. What oh, for me? For me, story. it's the best fight I've ever seen. And yeah. that you I don't know what you think of that comment because I'm putting it over Ward Conlon. Yeah, I gave Wood it a Collins fight. was a good fight, but yeah, yeah. That, that I don't know. Do you know the fight. feeling you get when you first watch a fight? And I don't mean this in a sexist way, but like, you, you never would expect that from a women's fight. No. Like, you would never expect watching that. And no. people give the women a token award, like, oh, we better put a women's card yeah. on. Amanda Nunes is pretty much like that in the UFC. You watch her and she's insane with it. She's only up the card because she's a woman. Like, yeah. they want to show equality. Valentina Shevchenko is just an absolute machine, but. That's what it's like. It's like Shevchenko fighting Nunes for all the uh, MMA people listening. It's Katie Taylor versus Serrano. Undisputed versus undisputed. Like, for me, this is the biggest fight that could take. For me, this is the most yeah. excited fight I am yeah. this year. Little, uh, little, little thing you guys out. I know Gemma Richardson, Scunthorpe, will be fighting. We'll be out very well, soon. Definitely will be yeah. on this stage very soon. World, world Amateur Champion. She could turn pro tomorrow and win a world title. Hot take there, right there. So, yeah, we... Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll be out by then, but Gemma Richards will be coming on the pod very soon. Be a very this good is, to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And just tell me a bit more about about, about her because I'll probably put this one out first if you want to yeah. give a bit of. Yeah, so Gemma, um, we got we got a good relationship with Scunfort Boxing Club, um, and her <coughs> dad Rico runs it, and she's got an older brother James as well, who's now turning pro. I think he's four or five now. Yeah, he, he was a junior ABA champion. Did he come to the gym that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah James yeah. been down the gym. He's bad, shaded and Ethan. He did. Yeah, he looked. He was like good, showed levels, yeah. yeah between like a fighter. real good pro, um, yeah. So the proper boxing family, we travelled down to Scunthorpe. We're going down there tomorrow. Yeah, um, good, good, solid spanner. Some good lads there, and Gemma 
I've never been hit so hard by anyone. That's mental. And you've fought a lot. You've sparred. Oh, I've at a good level. And yeah. I've boxed at a you've fought elite champions. Well. Amateur elite have, champions, yeah. haven't you? And um, yeah, and she's, she's just... You, you, GB elite boxer, you know, fr- she can absolutely... She can do free freeze off the back of an hand like that. Yeah. She's got such a good amateur style. So the, the amateur style, really, is you, you want to be first into the exchange and third. So... You, you've hit him, you've made him miss, you've hit him again. That's what judges like to see. Yeah. Gemma's very good at that. Very, very good at that. Uh, she had a bit of an misfortune. Um, I think it was, I can't remember, was it the Commonwealth Games or that? Where she bust her arm. She'd been out for a while with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, world, world, world amateur champion. Not a lot of people can say they've achieved that. And, you know, her, her record's ridiculous. I think she's like 150... 156, 58, lost three or four. Bloody hell, that's insane, isn't it? She's only lost to the best girls, best girls in the world. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, very. Thing is, as well, she's such a nice person outside. You just have a conversation with like she's nothing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just a really nice family. Um, Really into the boxing, and you know, Gemma will be on these cards one day. So. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Um, We've gone through all the cards, and now that was a question I was going to ask. I don't know. You've got to mention a few of the lads at the gym. Can you give me some of the best amateur prospects or low, low fighted, low low amount of fights pros for the everyone to look out for? We have the this is very dated. Uh, this one kind of started the pub. We have the ones to watch list. Yeah. We had an updated one on YouTube. Um, obviously, if you look at the list, Jordan Thompson was on there. Chavon Clark, he's he's no yeah. longer one to watch. Fraser Clark, this is when he was an amateur. Bill Chima. Chima. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, not on the on the list. Um, React Paul. As it, like everyone here has clearly gone past it. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. Um, and then on the other side, we have the UFC fighters. Shout out Jack Grant. Shout out every yeah. episode. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So you got the world youth team from last year who went out. You got Nelson Bertrell, um won multinational titles. You know, box for England, won Tri Nations, all that lot. Yeah, he's one to watch out for. He'll he'll be a world champion. Um. I'll I'll do amateurs first, then we'll do pro. Owen okay. Owen Ketley from Hull, um, European champion, um, youth now, uh, second year youth, but he, he actually got beaten in the finals of the youths by a kid from Leicester called uh, Deneo George. He'll be a world champion, Deneo George. Really? Yeah. There's another one. I'm, I'm predicting this, so yeah. if this podcast goes viral and these these see it, they'll be world champions. Yeah. Tell you now, well, you'll, you'll be on. Way before the probably go, probably yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully, yeah, um, yes. Yeah, so now, George, um, you there's a female. Um, she's only a junior. She's called Alice Pumphrey from Purge in uh, Bradford. Right now, Mighty Mariners Argent. We went up there about this time last year, and, spa- and Joe and Jay sparred with this Alice, and, right. and they just they couldn't believe it when they got out of the ring. She hits so hard. She's so fast. Really? Yeah, Joe's That's saying a lot for Joe. Joe said it was like, the hardest I've ever had. And by the way, like these guys don't know. Joe is like one of the oh, slickest movers. Top. He's, yeah. You'd, you'd put Joe maybe second or third in the country. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Across two weight divisions. He's, oh, he's insane. Fights so, at 52, doesn't he? Yeah, fights at 52. Can do 50. Can do 50 unfortunately, can there's do a bit, unfortunately, there's a bit of a mix of what he should have been for England. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the guy's... Yeah, the guy's a future, like definitely. You know what I mean? He'll be on the pod very soon. Yeah. Right? Um, so we've got Danao George, Nelson Bertrell, 
Owen Kelly and Alice Pumphrey. Right. There's also another lass from Northampton where called Lauren Mackey. She's been boxing for England for a couple of years. Yeah. She, obviously, obviously all, all these predictions are subject to MTN and Pro, so I don't know whether they have MTN Pro or not. Yeah. Just, just money talks. Um, but yeah, that that's another one to look out for. Then in, in the pros, I I rate Opie Price. Now, he, yeah. he, he don't get an awful lot of looking, I don't think, because he's always on undercards. Um, I think Opie Price will be a world champion. I mean, he's only a bantamweight. He's like five foot ten. He's massive for the weight. Yeah, that's, that's sick. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he's bantam or super bantam. The, there's talks of him and Dennis McCann fighting. Dennis McCann's super bantamweight. Dennis McCann's super bantamweight. Yeah. There's talks of them two fighting. So down the line, we could pen- I do have a question for you. Actually, is we'll, we'll go over we'll go over that in a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'll just say it now. So Dennis McCann down the line against Stephen Fulton Jr. Oh, well, what I was originally going to ask you was Stephen Fulton Jr. versus Naro Inoue predictions. Got to be Inoue. You're back in Inoue, yeah. going up. Back in Inoue. And you reckon you could do it? Because Stephen Fulton's one of the slickest, spoke quickest to, hitters. Spoke to Paul Butler. Yeah. Who obviously he would be. He said he has never experienced anything like it. No. Um, I think he's the best in the world. Yeah, at definitely. Better than Crawford, in my opinion. He, yeah, he's a, he's a different level in it. How he can hit so hard, being five foot three, little... Little oh, Japanese both hands lad. using both the winning hands. gloves. You definitely, yeah, using the winning gloves. That's just using crazy. winning gloves, which not actually punch your gloves. No, that's that's the maddest thing. Raising your puncher's gloves. Yeah, raising your hard. Obviously, me and you wear raised anyway. Yeah, raising your solid hard. Wouldn't wear them again. Can't wear them again. You, you don't yeah. like them, do you? Yeah. See, I'm a massive fan. Of you know what? Rate rate the boxing glove brands. I don't know which one you've used. Could use is it Weissin? Have heard why is it Weissin? Yeah, I've used Weissin because they're um, ABA approved gloves, or they used to be. Oh right, yeah. Your competition gloves. So I thought, well, if I get them, when I get in the ring, I'm not going to feel weird. Yeah. Now it's all sting. Yeah. Sting's a good gear. You got sting pads, haven't you? I got sting pads. Yeah, and I got good, like, yeah. sting head guards and that. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it comes to pro gloves, I'd, I'd wear Rays. Would you? I'd wear Rays because not Grant. Gloves. Not Grant. Not Grant. No, but not, not many people know about Grant. The Joe Calzaghe was the first person to wear. Yeah, you told me about the gym. I had no clue. Yeah, um, he was the one who literally created the design. Yeah, so yeah. Elvis Grant, who you see in like the Creed films and that, that, that's actually the guy, Elvis Grant. Yeah, he said to Joe Kazagi, "Look, I see you struggling with your hands. Let me make you a pair of gloves. You went for the Roy Jones fight. At first, he was sponsored by Lonsdale. He was like, yeah. no, Lonsdale, give me the gloves. He tried them on, right? I'm wearing them. Bam. And there was green, red, and white because obviously his dad's Italian. Yeah, um, that's sick, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, well, well, I guess it's the Welsh yeah. colours as well, though, isn't it? Welsh colours. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I'll say yeah. Mentioned uh, Enzo Calzaghe there, probably one of the best trainers around. Yeah. Oh, that that was the question. I've, we haven't gone back to. It. Well, first, you go you go and raise every day of the week. Yeah, raise definitely. You're not looking at winning. Winning are just overpriced. They are four hundred and fifty quid away yeah. they are for a pair. Yeah, of I'm, I'm definitely going raise. Yeah, and so. then obviously as being a coach, top coach in the world. Uh, what recent times or like all time? Both. We'll do current and all time. Right, okay, so current in the world. I'm a big fan of Ben Davison. Yeah, hot hot take. I'm a very big fan of Ben Davison, and he made the right call the other night, and I don't care what anyone says. He, he did, made the yeah, right yeah call. I agree. He could see Lee Woodward there. Ten seconds with a guy like Lara, he can land ten more shots. Could have put him in hospital. Yeah, yeah it could have been really, really fatal. You, is it, the old saying, live to fight another day. Yeah. And Lee Woods live to fight another day. He's got a rematch cause if he wants to use it. So Ben Davison, um, I like... I like Shane McGuigan. 
I like the way he trains his lads. Yeah. Especially the Azeem brothers. I, I just I, I like his methods behind it. If you listen to him in the corner, he's very clear. Yeah. About what he wants you to do. Um, and then you got to say Bo Mack. Yeah, you put him up there. Got to say Bo Mack. Um, put Stewart up there. Sugar Rose Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, I put Sugar Rose Stewart up there. Um, as well, purely because obviously Manny Stewart, legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. Um, Tibsy. Tibsy. Yeah. John, John Fiore. <laughs> put uh, Dominic Ingle before them. Yeah, you put it. Yeah, you're a big fan of Big fan of yeah. style. You're doing all the lines in the circles, you know, we're doing them at the gym. Yeah. Um, Drinking sweat. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> Work though, isn't it? Oh, man, it's so weird. I can't yeah, get I over it. I can't believe you did that. Mate, imagine him just walking back. He's like, near your bag. You're I like, what's going on? <laughs> Calbrook is making me... Oh, yeah. It's a horrible... Calbrook sweat. Ugh. Yeah. Um, horrible. Yeah. And as well, in England... So, I said, um, McGuigan, Davison, Ingle. Um, in England, you know what I'm saying? Top trainers. See, there's quite a few. And Booth... Yeah. But I mean he's hard to work with. Your dad. You know, your your dad's got yeah. Yeah. Yourself, you know what I mean? Got... Yeah. I don't think I could I don't think I could coach myself. Yeah. The thing is it's always good to have another person looking on. But like your brother. Like you're gonna tell your brother the most real answer, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's it. The thing is there's no point like telling someone that they're doing stuff right when they're not because they're just gonna get found out and get in the ring yeah. and they're gonna get embarrassed in front of a lot of people. Yeah, or tell them the obvious things like Phases or yeah, that's <laughs> it. You know I mean, or, or drop down to the body is like yeah. pointless. Or breathe, oh, yeah. It's, or yeah, breathe when you punch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing more annoying in there. But it's going on to trainers of all time, then. Got to say, Manny Stewart. Yeah. Angelo Dundee. Yeah. Trained Sugar Ray Leonard from being an amateur. So what it was, Ray Leonard had a t- Dundee training from being a kid, and then as he turned pro. He sort of needed to adapt his style a little bit because obviously it was fifteen rounds back in the day. Yeah. So he had a team of um, pro coaches who would come in a little bit before the fight and then do the tactics, and yeah. then Dundee would stay in the corner. So that I think that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. So we've got to say Angelo Dundee, Manny Stewart, Teddy Atlas. Ah. Oh. Genius, Teddy the Atlas. best podcast in the game. That isn't ours. Teddy, At- yeah, Teddy Atlas. I watch quite a lot of his pods actually. Yeah, um, so good. Maybe not like the most clued up. Who did he coach? Uh, he's coached. He's coached a lot of people. Uh, my, who, who was it? He's coached. He, he was with Povetkin for a few fights. Right. Because he gave him a bit of a motivational speech in the corner. To yeah. Bradley. Um, yeah, he's had an illustrious list, though, hasn't he? Of world champions. Like, oh, yeah, level, he has. yeah. But he's a good motivator, Teddy Atlas. He, he, yeah. He's not like. I wouldn't say he's technically the best coach there is, but yeah. he's a good motivator. So when you get back to the corner and you've had a bad round, he'll, he'll proper give you it to get. To yeah, fire you up, yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, other trainers for all time. To be honest, I've been so. I'm so focused on, like, Manny Stewart, the Cronk style, and Angelo yeah. B and. You know, I'm you putting any current coaches up there? Are you putting Bo Mack up there? Mm. Or do you think back then it was just a different? Like Tyson's coach, he lived with him. Yeah, you know I mean, you don't get that yeah, anymore. Yeah, uh, That's it. Yeah. You know, I would say not Sal Damato, He's a UFC judge. Um, I would say he's a really good um, trainer. Ricky Atten's a good trainer. He's got some good lads. Yeah. Does he train his son? Uh, no, Matthew does his uncle. Right. Okay. Rick, Ricky's involved, obviously, but yeah. I don't think he really likes him boxing, does he? 
doesn't he? No, yeah, I don't think he likes Campbell's boxing. He didn't yeah, want to Campbell's good it. though. He's good. Campbell's got yeah. Campbell's got a lot better. He struggled, struggled yeah. Struggled in his first few fights uh, against that Spanish lad. Yeah, second fight, wasn't yeah, it? Was, Even his first fight looked a bit that rough. That was on the uh, Joshua Usyk undercard. That one, I didn't think he won that. A lot of people. No, I didn't. I didn't. Marcus McDonald, the ref, got a lot of stick for that as well. Yeah, I mean. That's a whole other episode, isn't it? <laughs> Judging, oh, we'll, say, we'll say we can't get started. We'll be there until we can't get started. A couple of hours. It's, a, it's a late Thursday, so yeah, um, so yeah, definitely for me, best coach of all time. I probably you got to say Stewart, Andrew Dundee, Teddy Atlas. That's your top three, yeah, that's what we're going for. Top three, can't hate it. I mean, I'm sure we'll run plenty of podcasts back in the future. In, in the future, and uh, you want to shout your socials out or anything, anyone anyone you want to mention. Before we sign uh, off. Yeah, just uh, I don't want to mention don't want to mention myself, but I'd rather mention the gym. Make yeah. sure make sure we all give Mighty, Mighty Mariners Boxing Academy a, a follow. We're on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. Where the socials are pretty active. We keep uh, keep everyone updated on what all the lads are doing. Especially plenty on Facebook. Of, yeah, yeah, especially on Facebook. Plenty of pictures. Um, we got a good set of sponsors. Really good set of squad lads who were out competing. Um, you know things are looking up. Things are really looking up. Things looking bright, and as well, big shout out Levi Giles. Obviously, just yeah. got just got a big breakthrough that he's been waiting for. Announced today, fighting at Manchester Arena on the uh, Lawrence Coley card, English title. Huge, yeah. Live on Sky win, Sports, win and win fairly easy. And he should be on the podcast before this comes out. Uh, hopefully, uh, this is recording ahead of time. But yeah, hopefully Levi's already been on the pod. If you haven't listened to that, take a listen. Um, on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you got your podcasts from for weekly podcast episodes. Ballsy will be back. He just currently schedules have clashed. But uh, yeah, we really appreciate it, Tommy. It feels like it was a great episode. I enjoyed just listening to yourself. It's just nice talking boxing. It is, yeah. Really I mean, nice especially on a Thursday night. I, I, I love talking boxing. Can't beat it. I love talking boxing. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be back soon. So make sure to check out our future episodes. Like I said, Spotify, Apple Music. If you want to get in touch, you want to speak to anyone, ask any questions, follow The Fight Rundown on the Instagram. And yeah, we'll be back very soon. We will see you soon.